Grace and peace to all. This is Pastor Ben Free of Spring Hill United Methodist Church, co-founder of Clergy for Cures. And once again, I am back this morning with my partner in Christ, Pastor Tanya Reeves. Pastor Tanya, are you with me? I am. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a blessed morning as you start to work or whatever activity you're working towards today. Amen. Amen. So happy Monday. And we hope that uh, your weekend was well and that you are getting off to a blessed and wonderful start to your week. That being said, uh, Pastor Tanya, um, this morning we kind of want to touch on uh, some things we lifted up. Uh, this past Sunday, and I know we uh, kind of both were talking about uh, the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 12. So this morning, I wanted to lift up a couple verses from that chapter. Uh, and then as we usually do, we'll go ahead and just uh, bring some thoughts and and, and everything and, and, and try to get everyone uh, hopefully inspired and uplifted to start their week. Uh, before I go into that, I do want to just remind everyone that, uh, past, like we said earlier, Pastor Tanya and I are co-founders of Clergy for Cures, a social purpose organization geared to uh, healing uh, the world through finding the root causes, the cures uh, for all the ills of the world. So please, uh, if you haven't already, uh, follow us on Facebook, Clergy for Cures, Clergy Number 4 Cures. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle. Also, you can go to our website, www.clergy4cures.org. So that being said, Pastor Tanya, I'm going to lift up uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 12, and I'm just going to lift up a couple of verses uh, that were key to, to, to what we were kind of discussing earlier, and that's verses 31 and 32. John chapter 12, verses 31 and 32, beginning at verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Amen. <clears throat> so right here we hear the Messiah saying, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself. So Pastor Tanya, I want you to uh, kind of go in a little bit on, on, on what that brings to mm -hmm. mind to you this morning. Well, uh, <clears throat> first thing it brings to mind is Christ's priority was the cross. His choice was to go to the cross willingly so that you and I could be reconnected to the Father. And in doing so, the enemy, Satan, would not have control over us. We would enter into a place of renewal, the light, 
that little small window in between death and life where he has been lifted, removed the stain of sin from us and driven out the enemy that had caused us to walk into this darkness. And knowing these things, he's calling us to continue to walk within him. And as I was saying to my churches this morning, it's not an easy thing that we're called to do. In a sense, we're called to take a walk down death road. We're not here to be living the life of luxury. I'm not saying that we're not to be blessed and have nice things, but we are here to do a great work for the kingdom of God. We're here to pray and praise him, to do the work by keeping the cross at the center of everything we do, recognizing the power and the authority that came through it. And in doing those things, we are to come back to the Father, giving him praise and thanksgiving for a day well lived. The freedoms that we have are the things that we should rejoice about. The freedom of nature. In that same scripture you're talking about, chapter 12, when you read the whole scripture, 22, um, I think it's 36, it's talking about Christ not only being lifted up and removing the things of darkness, but also about a seed that's been planted so that we have a legacy that continues to grow. And thinking about those things, Pastor Ben, and, and thinking about when we were called unto him, his disciples left everything that they had to walk in uncertainty, to follow him into moments in precious time that changed lives all around them. And yet, they still did not know who he was. So this morning, my question is, are we walking with Christ to receive the riches of this world? Or are we walking with Christ to receive the wisdom and knowledge of the kingdom of heaven? Amen. Amen. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I try to lift up um, with my churches, once again, to that point of that reminder of uh what we see in that gospel where it speaks to uh, Christ stating that he's going to reconcile all things, all people and to number one uh, in that uh, lifted up it, it reference back to the serpent and, and the healing that comes, but it comes to that reminder of that sacrifice of ourselves. Uh, once again, uh, as you talked about planting that seed uh, or the seed that was mentioned, that grain of wheat that was mentioned, uh, it all comes back to that 
sacrificing of ourselves for those things that bear fruit, that give life uh, in our actions, our thoughts, our words. Those things are, are, are being measured uh, because everything that we are called to do must be done. It is not for our selfish desire, as you spoke to, uh, not saying we're not supposed to uh, be blessed with things, but it is not about uh, the kind of, you know, those uh, things that we can touch, feel, smell, taste, those material things. But the things we do are for that that purpose, just as uh, I believe it was the uh, in verse. Uh, 26 earlier in that scripture where Christ reminds us uh, whoever serves me must follow me and where I am there will servant be also because whoever serves me the father will honor and I think uh, that is what we're reminded to that we are called to service serving God following so therefore we those we want come to understand things and turn back to that eternal kind of love. And once we love, love God, in turn, we love others as we love ourselves. And then we are more ready to serve the will of God, the purpose of God. And it takes time for us to find that purpose. That's why. We come to this podcast. <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm serious. But <laughs> it's that removal of ourselves mm -hmm. in order that God can work with us. And, and we see God working with creation humanity in this because God sent us so that we so we may find life that is God working in humanity, humankind, displaying that glory. So, uh, uh, but going back to that grain of wheat that was spoken about in that same scripture, um, speak, speak to that, that, that seed, that grain that is supposed to bear fruit. Uh, what, what does that mean to you, Pastor? Well, when I, I thought about that, my first thought, and it says it here, was uh, seed time and harvest time. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, he talks about that in order for the kernel to be planted, it must be a death. It says, unless it dies, it will not be alone. It would just be a single seed. So when, when I was thinking about that, I thought about death. And I know that sounds morbid. Why would you sit and think about death? When people think about death, you think, are, are they thinking suicidal? Are you, are you depressed? Is it anxiety? You think about all of these things. But in thinking about death, you find life. Because if you have not experienced living, how can you prepare for death? 
And and when I was reading this, that's what I thought about, because he's saying to us, you coming because you want to see me. You want to see me because of all the things you heard about me, all the stories been told. Yes, I've done all of those things, but I am more than the blessings and the miracles. I am the son of man and the son of God. So therefore I'm spiritual and in this spirituality as that seed, I'm going to give my life as man. I am going to die. So that when I am planted in the ground and the earth, nature itself has been the fertilizer and has been the water, has been all of these things. And my father has watched over me to see the coming of the season and to see the harvest being fully ripe for the pulling and the storing. How can we live our life looking for just a purpose? I've thought about, you know, when we're younger, we say, you know, when I grow up, I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be that. We get a little older and they start saying, what's your purpose? What, what's your, what is it that you long to do more than anything else in this world? This is when we have to think about the life of Christ. Everything he did was leading him down a path towards a cross that he would have to give up his life. So when I thought about that, I thought, am I living a life focused with the priority of the cross? Am I willing to give my life for the one who gave his life for me? Am I truly willing See, it's different when everything's going well. It's like, you know, I'm with you. I do, I, I do this and I do this. But when things start going to the left and we have uncertainties happening, like, do, do I really want to do this? Is, is this? is this where I'm supposed to be? Is this my purpose? And God is saying here, even when you plant this seed, it's by faith that it grows. It's by everything coming together, working together with one purpose, that seed. Are we coming together with one purpose? Amen. Amen. Uh, And and you speak to uh, planting that seed and and faith to grow it. And and that leads into what we're doing to water and, and cultivate and care for that seed. Because uh, once again, just speaking uh, spiritually and, and hypothetically, uh, once again, we water that seed through our faith, our belief, our trust, our prayer, our discipline. Um, and we cultivate it and we nourish it and therefore it thrives and it not only brings life uh, in us spiritually, but then, uh, as you spoke to, we, we become uh, one with that purpose, and that is following uh, Christ, serving the will of God. So the things we do will glorify God and bring life uh, to others, bring life in everything we do. Because I think 
a lot of times we miss that point of the things we do, the energy we put out, uh, what we put into uh, the world is, is that energy, it either brings life or it can bring death. And, and, and one thing that, that uh, oh, this, this part of the Bible speaks to, Christ was exposing uh, the institutions because Christ is saying, I know my hour has come because I have to suffer and be put to death at the hands of a civil institution, a government. And a lot of people didn't understand because they're like, well, uh, the Messiah we've read about is supposed to come and be triumphant over these worldly powers and then put Israel and Judah back in power. And they didn't understand. But what Christ was coming also to save us from was the evils, as he, as, as he, he said, the evils of, of, of this world is being driven out because we exactly. are tempted to Amen. fall subject to that worldly way of thinking. And we think power lies in, in institution and governments and, 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 and who has the biggest armies and, and violence. And, and what we come to understand that these are the very things that, that drive uh, people apart, that cause division, that cause separation. And these things are not in a spirit of love. They're in a spirit of worldly understanding. So therefore, it leads Amen. to death, whether physically, spiritually, emotionally. So we have to understand when we pull ourselves out of what we know by the senses. And we trust and have faith in something greater than our understanding, something not seeing that faith. Therefore, we awaken and we become alive. And everything we do will glorify God and bring life and light uh, to this world that can be pretty filled with darkness. As we look around us now with everything going on in the world, we just see uh, just so much violence, so much pain, so much agony. Uh, it's tough. It's a test to that faith. But as those who profess to be followers, we have to understand we have a greater power, a, a greater sovereign sovereignty <laughs> uh, that outrules any earthly power. So we must uh, stay disciplined in our faith to where we continue to grow that seed of faith. Um so that we can be that light and share that light. Uh, I don't know what, what any more thoughts on that pastor or. Well, you know, my, my other <laughs> thought was, you know, when you start to think about death and leaving this world to enter into eternal life, you know, I, I think about why did he have to give up his life? Because that's what the disciples were saying. You, you don't have to do this. You can stay right here because you're the Messiah. You don't have to give up your life. That's nonsense. Mm -hmm. Jesus, stay. And Jesus rebuked him. He said, Peter, get ye behind mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. Satan. And, and I thought about just here, you have Philip. He's coming and he's saying, I want to see Jesus. And I think about us in humanity today. 
We want to see the one that can do the impossible. We want to be with the one that has been promised, have been spoken about. We want to walk with them. We want to be like them. We want to be all of these things, but yet we fail to realize what we must mm. give up. Even serving the God of this world, Satan, which has just been cast out. He just said that. We just mm -hmm. read it. Well, you mm -hmm. just read it. We still have to give up mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But, for, but because of the darkness, because we're blinded, we don't realize that we're still giving up something to be a part of him. So either way it goes, we have got to give up something. And Christ is saying that if you are willing to give up mm -hmm, your life mm -hmm. here, that's what he says. He says, let me let me find it here because, you know, I like to stick to the word because people are driving and doing other things. And I want them to know that this is this is the word of God. He said, those who love their life here in this world will lose it. Those who despise their life in this world will keep it mm -hmm. for eternal mm -hmm. life. So I, now now here's somebody's thinking. Because when you first read it, okay, why would I despise my life, Lord? I have a good life. I mean, I can do what I want to when I want to. I can, you know, <laughs> things pretty good. It's not the one I would really have chosen. I probably would have chosen, you know, maybe to be a billionaire or maybe to have created. I might have chosen things that would have gave me things, but I have a good life. So why would I despise it? And then he said, those that love their life here in this world mm -hmm. will lose it. So in other words, when he's talking about love and this world, he's gone to really think about this world. Who created it? I did. Who made a place for you to be? I did. So if you despise your life here in this world, I just want you to think about it for a minute. Are you longing for the one that created you? Why are you despising the things that's going on around you? Why you don't like things the way they are is because you are potentially purposed for the cross and for the kingdom and for eternal life. So therefore, you just don't fit and you're searching for something that's greater than the Satan that rules the earth. Now, let me tell you, here we go. He really does not rule it. He, he really has no control over it okay. because God already defeated him. When his son was hung high and he mm -hmm. gave up his life and then God gave yeah. it back yeah. to him. So the, the question that I'm really asking you this morning, are you woke? Mm, interesting point. And, and but let me let me go at it uh, to this degree, because we speak of of this world. And once again, it goes back to that fleshly of understanding 
a lot of times we get confused mm-hmm. and we measure our blessings and our gifts of God from this material standpoint. And we lose the fact that uh, mm-hmm. the true blessing is that we have daily bread provided as the Lord's prayer state. Uh, we okay. are able to walk Preach. amongst the living and have the opportunity to be a blessing to others. A lot of times uh, in our mm-hmm. understanding, once again, being worldly, we think that uh, God can only be seen in the good times. And once again, we have to mm-hmm. understand his God's power through the tough times, the suffering as Christ showed us, because when Christ came in the human form, it was to show us what we could be. Right. Generation had become sinful. Right. It had fallen, but it was a new covenant with, with, with Christ showing us what we could be showing us how we should be. But Christ being the sacrifice was to say, it's not where we measure in this world, right? You, you uh, place your treasures in heaven, right? Heart, in heaven, right? Because there's mm-hmm. an eternal thought, love, compassion, right? Brother, sisterhood. These are eternal right. thoughts. And and mm-hmm. and once we place our treasures in those things. Uh, being there for someone, to listen, praying for someone, uh, providing for one another. These thoughts that come out of compassion and love, those things we cannot touch, feel, see, or hear, or taste, right? We've learned to sacrifice our own desires and what we want in order to be a light, a gift, a ser- of service, to others, more importantly, of service to God. So we have to understand how we measure uh, the grace of God. Uh, the grace came in the form of Christ, showing Amen. us what humanity could be. Now it is our turn to be, to empty ourselves out so we can walk in that light of Christ, right? For that eternal, eternal life. Right. Right. To sit at the throne with God. But it can't be measured in what we attain here where we get use. Amen. But it has to be attained with God in heaven because we've done God's will, serve God's purpose for our lives in order to be a blessing. But look, we have a few more minutes, Pastor. So, you know, as we always do, I want to get just some some final thoughts uh, for everyone uh, that you could share just to uh, help them get their week started. Uh, give me your... <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess my, my thoughts for this week, going into this week, as we reflect on Christ, as we get closer to Easter, are we living Christ's life? I mean, truly, are we, are we living it? Um, even in this passage, he talks about his soul yes. being troubled. Are you in trouble? Is, is your soul being troubled? And, it, and if so, have you prayed fervently for God's guidance and for him to lead you? Are you walking towards the cross? Are you walking towards him, understanding the power 
that's in that centerpiece. If you divide the Bible anywhere, just just anywhere, just start opening it, you're going to find our atonement. You're going to find a story of Messiah. Anywhere you flip, you're either going to see it in prophecy or you're going to see it in fulfillment. You're going to see the blood that has been shared for each and every one of us. You're going to see the body that's been broken. Anywhere you go, you're going to find that cross. But this morning, I'm asking you, have you really went to the cross and really look at the walk that we're walking, what he has called us into? When you really start to search, and if your soul is being troubled, if it's something you don't feel like you don't fit, you don't know why, Maybe it's because God is calling you closer to him. And I want you to reflect on that and ask yourself the hard questions. Am I only looking to God when I need something? Amen. Amen. I'm living it. Amen. Amen. A powerful thought. Powerful thought. Well, uh, Pastor, that looks like our time. Another great show. Enjoyed it uh, once again another week. So just remember, share this uh, with friends, family. Come on in. Uh, and once again, uh, please, you know, if you can, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Clergy for Cures. Go to our webpage. Uh, clergyforcures.org and uh, you can also find material uh, on a, our YouTube channel or the our YouTube affiliate uh, Resource Center TV where you can see more programming but uh, very uh, beautifully said Pastor but uh, once again we just thank all who uh, have taken the time to listen and we just want to tell you that uh, the power is within you uh, but just uh, take the time uh, just to, uh, uh, as we say, discern uh, when it comes to finding uh, your <laughs> purpose. Uh, but we thank you again. And on behalf of uh, myself and Pastor Tanya and Clergy for Cures and the Soul Purpose Podcast, we just want to bid you grace and peace and have a blessed week. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Blessings to all.